This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. This is Tom Creighton, station manager of WCNO Radio. Most of you know that WCNO Radio is a listener-supported ministry. But do you know that much of our programming is made possible by corporate underwriting? Christian businessmen and women who sponsor this ministry monthly with a financial commitment that allows us to continue bringing you the music and message of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In return, we play sponsorship announcements that let the listeners know who our sponsors are, what they do, what products and services they provide, and if our listeners wish, how they may contact those sponsors. So if you're a Christian business person, why not join us as a partner in ministry today? For free, no obligation information on the Corporate Underwriting Program, we're available at 772-221-1100. That number again, 772-221-1100. Hello, this is Richard Steyer from All Florida Investigations and Security Services. Today, in the American Christian Church, we have come under increasing threats from those who want to do harm to our church and family. In the United States, we are guaranteed the right to worship our God and to gather in the name of Jesus. We must never shrink back from our God-given rights. However, it has become apparent in today's society the need for common-sense security procedures for our places of worship. All Florida Investigations and Security Services will provide free security assessments for your worship location. We provide armed and unarmed security personnel, code red active shooter training, staff evaluations and screening, as well as security consulting for any location. We can be reached at 772-595-5335. That's 772-595-5335. Or check us out on the web at securityinflorida.com. Thank you, and God bless. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic. 
where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Luke chapter 11 and verse 1. Luke chapter 11. And verse 1. Luke chapter 11 and verse 1. I'm going to go ahead and read. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who has indebted to us. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for your anointing in this house this morning. The anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage, the teaching of bondage, the stronghold of bondage. Lord, every thought, God, that we have not been able to take captive, that has ruled the destiny of our life. Lord, I thank you today, God, that your revelation breaks that off of our minds today. Father, because of that freedom, we walk closer to you. Father, I thank you when we leave this place, Lord, we're not the same as when we came in. And I thank you, God, for divine direction today. Let my words be the words of your spirit. Pepper them, God, with your anointing and quicken our hearts with truth today. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. Amen and amen. How many of you recognize this morning when Jesus had his earthly ministry, he was known for being a rabbi? Everybody say rabbi. That was his title. Jesus was a rabbi. Some translations say teacher. Rabbi actually is translated to teacher. Other times the word master is used. People refer to their rabbi as master. It's not something that we use in our vernacular today because it puts these little thoughts of, of, of being demeaned and being a servant and being a slave to somebody. But in the time of Jesus being a master, Jesus being a master was like being a teacher, somebody that instructed their life. Come on, amen? Hmm? It means to be a scholar also. It literally means to be the master teacher, the teacher above all other teachers. How many know in Israel when you had a son at the age of six, every day you'd go to, he would go to this school which is called a, a Bet Safer. Everybody say Bet Safer. It was a school that they went to for five days a week, Monday through Friday every week from the age of six to about the age of 10 years old. That's where they were taught the Torah. Everybody say Torah or what we call today the Pentateuch. It's, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That was the, the, the law of God. 
Every day they were taught it so that by the age of 10, they had committed those first five books of the law. They had committed it to memory. They could actually recite that. I mean, that's some good Bible learning right there. I wonder if I got anybody here that can recite the first five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. I just know it just starts out in the beginning. And I can tell you what's at the back of the book, too. Come, Lord Jesus, come. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There's a lot of stuff in there to remember. Amen. So um, till the, up till the age of 10, they would commit the first five books to memory. And if they were promising students, then from the age of 10 to 14, they would be sent to another school where they would be taught the rest of the Old Testament, all of the prophets, the minor prophets, the books of poetry, the major prophets, um, all the way up through the book of Malachi. And then after 14 years old, all of those students that were good students that would be able to recite the entire Old Testament from Genesis to the book of Malachi, then at 14, if you could do that, you would be invited to walk with a rabbi. Because back then, rabbi ha rabbis had a school that were traveling ministries. You would become part of what they called a rabbinical school. And it would be customary for him to journey through the land of Israel, through the land of Galilee, and all through Judea. And he would take his students with him along the way and he would begin to expand on his doctrine and teach his doctrine and, and he would begin to open up an understanding of scripture and whoever your rabbi is he would open up the scripture from his understanding of the scripture and he would teach these students as they traveled around the countryside that was the modern day college they didn't have buildings where the kids would go to school every day they went to temple once a week and then they traveled around the countryside learning the teachings of whichever rabbi that they would follow how many of you know it was not unusual for the rabbis teaching the, in Jesus' day? It wasn't unusual that Jesus was a rabbi that taught. What was unusual about what Jesus did is that he taught not just with understanding, but he taught with power. Everybody say power. Hmm? They, they were amazed at Jesus that when he spoke, not only did he have a deep revelation or a deep understanding of the scriptures that he knew from Genesis to Malachi, but they were amazed that the winds and the oceans actually obeyed him. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hmm? He was obviously a good student because at the age of 12, he was in the, in the synagogue and his parents had gone back home after celebrating the feast. And he was in the synagogue conferring with the priest of that day about the scriptures. And the Bible says that they were actually amazed at his knowledge of the word and his grasp and his understanding of the covenant, the old covenant of God. So when these boys at six years old... These rabbis would take them and they would take this chalkboard that they would teach off of, that they would carry this, this, this handheld chalkboard, they would teach off of it and they would scribble notes on it. They would take this chalkboard and they would take their hand and they would smear the chalk and then they would dip their hand into a bottle of honey and they would take the honey and they would smear it across the chalkboard and then they would have their students come and lick the honey and the chalk off of the chalkboard. Hmm? And it symbolized that the word would be sweeter than honey in their mouth. Come on, somebody. Amen. In other words, that the student would have an appetite for learning the word of God, that there was nothing more important for the student than to learn the word of God. Amen. And once he reached the age of 14, he was able to travel with that rabbi. And the, and the rabbi would begin to expound and, and he would begin to teach him not just the scriptures, how to know them, but he would teach him his personal philosophy, his worldview, his understanding of those scriptures and how those covenants relate to the life that they lived and how they were to be lived out. Not just bring them in, but to be lived out. Amen? Because they were not just historical information and just the gathering of knowledge, but they were really pointing to something that, that they would teach him that we like to call today revelation. Or we like to call in this house the revealed truth. 
I mean, a revealing truth is how we get set free. When the truth is revealed, it makes us free. John 8, 32. Come on, somebody. And we're told this. If you grew up in a Western, uh, in the Western civilization, you went to a public school here in this country in the West, then what would happen is, is when you would go to school, you would learn how to teach by uh, repetitive words. You would, you would repeat it back. The teacher teaches something, you repeat it back. Isn't that how they did it? Isn't that how you learn? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Come on, you learn the song, right? Huh? And, and, and you would teach to the test and you would teach so that you could remember the exam because we're told to repeat that stuff back to the teacher. That's how we learn in the West. So that way we could tell if somebody learned something or not, whether or not they could repeat it or whether or not they could pass the test. But how I many of that's not really an indication of whether you learned something or not? Come on, amen? All that means is that you remembered it long enough to just tell it back. You, long, you remembered it long enough. I mean, there's a lot of people out there with a master's degree that couldn't pass a high school exam today. Some of y'all thinking, I got a master's degree, and I just don't think I could pass a high school exam. And now the rest of you that could are offended. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just kidding. Amen. Huh? But listen, truthfully, there's a lot of things that you just filled in the blank about that you don't really have the ability to recall today, things that you learned in school that you probably couldn't recall if you needed to. You'd have to go do a refresher course. Thank God for Google and Wikipedia. Come on. How many of you catch yourself looking every time somebody says something you're not sure about? You just, we just go right on our phone and look it right up, don't we? You can't, you can't, even, you can't even act like you know something anymore because somebody will call you on it. When I was a kid, we'd stand around and talk about race cars. That car will do 7.5 seconds in a quarter mile. Today you say that and they're on Google. Oh, yeah, right. Huh? You can't get away with nothing. You can't even look cool. And then they got the other people out there that just carry Google and don't tell nobody they're looking at it. Oh, yes, that's the law of uh, thermodynamics. That's how... You really remember that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And some of y'all relate to that very well, don't you? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. See, when you're at home, you just put all this great stuff up on Facebook, and people go, oh, my God, that, you're so revelatory. You're so deep. The waters just flow deep in you. You're just cutting and pasting off of Google. That looks cool. I don't know what it means, but it looks cool to me. But that's how we learn how to do it in the West. Amen? Hmm? So that's what we do. They lecture, we lecture, and then we learn back. That's why revelation is so important. you got to figure it out for yourself. So in the East, it was totally different, particularly uh, with the rabbis. They taught by asking questions. That's how they taught. 
And they would teach their students to ask questions. And the reason why they did that is because how many know you'll learn more by asking questions? How many know you'll learn more from the questions people ask than you will from the questions that you ask them? Come on, amen? When I do a job interview, if somebody's asking me questions, they're learning about the job. But I don't really go by what they're asking me. I mean, what I'm asking them. I go by what they ask me. Because I can locate their heart and I can find out what they're looking for in a job. And sometimes they tell you what they're looking for by admitting to you that they're not looking for something that they actually want. For instance, if you're sitting in a job interview and they say to you ten times inside of three minutes that money's not important, you can rest assured that the money's important. So we know how to respond to people by the questions that we ask. But it's the questions that, that we ask from people and the questions they ask from us that really reveals what's in people's hearts. You can figure out where somebody is. You can locate them by the questions they ask. And you can really find out what they're after by the questions that they ask. Amen? So the teachers of the East would begin to teach people by asking questions. And that's why Jesus in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus literally spent his time teaching by asking questions. Everywhere he went, he was asking questions. There's 161 times in the four Gospels that Jesus was going around and he would ask questions. And you have to say, why did the man who knew everything constantly go around asking questions? Why did the man who had a relationship with our Father in heaven, why did the man that walked by revelation, that walked in power, have to ask questions about everything? Come on, amen. He looked at his disciples one day and he said, who do men say that I am? Jesus, you don't know who you are? What's up with that? Come on, huh? He went to a blind man, to a blind man, and he said, what would you like me to do for you? Well... The answer is kind of obvious if you're blind. Huh? Come on, somebody. Amen. But Jesus was looking for something in him. It wasn't, he knew the guy needed to be healed. Amen. And he was actually helping the blind man locate his heart by asking him the question. They came to trap him with questions one time over money. And he said, well, whose face is on it? They just put the argument right out with one question. Well, whose face is on the money? Why? Because he understood by asking questions, he was leading his students on a pathway to self-discovery. Self-discovery, self-revelation, getting a download. See, when Peter got the revelation of who Jesus was, nobody could take it from him because it, he discovered the truth for himself. Wasn't somebody trying to tell him how it was. The truth is, is that we have an automatic default switch on the inside of us that when somebody tries to tell us something, we have to argue within our own self to believe them because we don't never want to be wrong. I ain't got no help. Y'all know that's the truth. And listen to this. The things that you discover for yourself, you will never forget. There will be the life lessons that will guide you to the place of your destiny. So a rabbi would begin to ask questions and he would inquire and he would cause his students to have to think and have to reason and have to, have to, to, to rationalize what they were doing by the way that they answered the questions that were being asked. And, and, and watch this. The rabbi's teaching, what he taught, his revelation, his method, his truth. Those things were known as a yoke. Everybody say yoke. Hmm? Now when you hear the word yoke, you always think of like the yoke on an oxen. But that's not what that was. The students that would follow him would wear a yoke around their neck. It was like a banner. It was like a, a piece of cloth. It was a certain color. It had a certain design on it so people knew what school of thought that they come from. I mean, they didn't walk around with a big old wooden yoke like oxen on their neck. Walking around with Jesus with a chain with the 12 disciples saying, Come on, boys! Jerk you down the road, teach you something. 
No, they identified him with the yoke, amen? In fact, it's still customary today. If you ever go to a college graduation or at a major university, you realize the people that come from the engineering department wear a different yoke or a different banner than people that come from the literature department or the arts department because they identify with the school of thought that they are in, amen? Huh? So it's a different thought or a different school of education. So when Jesus looked at his followers and said to them, come and follow me, Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. In other words, I'm inviting you to, to Jesus Christ College. You're invited to join my school. Come and take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. He was saying to them that the yoke of the Pharisees, the teachings and the law, and the understanding of everything that the Pharisees had was a heavy burden on them. Nobody could measure up. But he said, I'm coming to give you a new yoke that's lighter. It's a better understanding. It's a, a yoke of power, a yoke of miracles. Amen. Hmm? He said, I'm going to put a yoke on you that ain't going to weigh you down. I'm going to put a yoke on you that gives you revelation for life. Come on, somebody shout, amen. A yoke that's not full of regulation and law, but a yoke of love, a yoke of power, a yoke of joy. I'm going to put a yoke on you that's going to cause your burden to be light. Somebody shout a light burden. And he said, I'm going to do this because I'm going to change the nature of who you are. Is this okay? Is everybody all right? Hmm? Now listen to me. We cannot approach Christians as if, as if they had the chance they're going to sin or they would like to sin. Huh? Can we just be honest today? Hmm? I grew up in a Pentecostal church where I felt like they preached, you, preached to you thinking if you had the chance, then you're going to go ahead and sin. Every sermon seemed like it was focused around whether or not I was going to be able to overcome sin when I had the opportunity to sin. Huh? So everybody that I grew up around was preaching, don't sin. Don't do it. Don't you sin, boy. Don't you do it. If you do, you're going to burn. Did anybody grow up in a church like that? It's called terrorist preaching. And what we got in church is we got a lot of preaching on behavior modification that put up barriers and put up boundaries in our life so, so I wouldn't do what I shouldn't do. And so I would do what I was supposed to do. Because I had all these barriers and these boundaries. But the truth is, is if I, believe, if I believe that when you have the opportunity to sin, you're going to jump at the chance. When you get to have the chance, then you really have no confidence in the conversion that took place in your life. You have no confidence in the power of God to change you from the inside out. Amen? And I don't mean we fail, because how many know you fall? We fall. If you stand up, you're bound to fall once in a while. Amen? But the scripture says, he who says he has no sin deceives himself, and the truth is not in him. I mean, I'd rather have truth in me. Come on, help me. Come on, amen. Hmm? The truth is, is I'm not the guy in your life telling you that you shouldn't be doing something, carrying around a bunch of religious do's and don'ts. That's not what my job is. That's not, what the, that's not the picture that Jesus gave us this morning, amen. And now that you're a Christian, you have to live a certain way and do a certain thing. Come on. God's not putting handcuffs on us to teach us how to behave. Y'all ain't trying to help me no more. Amen. Listen, your behavior will never be good enough to be a Christian. Because being a Christian has really nothing to do with your behavior. Being a Christian has everything to do with what Jesus did on the cross. Your behavior changes because you fall in love with the guy that, held, that was hung on the cross. Jesus said, I'm not putting no yoke on you. I'm not putting no handcuffs on you. It took the church to come up with that.
Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. This is Pastor Tony Foster from Restoration Worship Center in Greenwood, South Carolina. I am coming to Fort Pierce, Florida, to the Truth Church with my good friends, Pastor Jason Baumgartner, to the Voice of Prophecy Power Conference, October the 7th at 7 p.m. I'm looking forward to being with you guys. I believe it's gonna be an awesome move of the Holy Spirit. I believe the word of prophecy, the word of wisdom, and the word of knowledge will flow in power. So you don't wanna miss it. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. 
Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Training us up in the way we should go. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where pupils have time for creativity, math, and logic, where respect is modeled like please and thank you, where truth is taught along with history and literature, where innovation and leadership are fostered as college and careers are planned. That's the future of a Golden Rule Academy pupil. Learn more at goldenruleacademy.net. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.